With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Got them all over the shop. Mentally, physically. I get 28 points. <laughs> That's good. That's good. <laughs> you got actual no goals. You have one assist and that was it. Oh, my God. This is the second time this season I've had a no-goal week. Really? It's, like, impossible. Uh, yeah, this is your this is your fourth 3 million-plus game week rank. I'm so actually bad at, the, at this game. <laughs> is this my lowest? Let's see. Yeah, this is my worst, yeah, worst game week rank bad. of the season. Wow. That's bad. That's bad. One transfer. Out all your points. All points out. <laughs> Green arrow, 100% if I have Siggy, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. What did he get, he like 15 seven. points or something? I think he had, what, he had goal assists, max bones. He had like 11 or 13. Yeah, it's his biggest haul of the season, I think. Yeah, tied, tied four. Wow, that is awesome. Yeah, you look at his game log and it literally bookends the time that I owned him. Mm-hmm. It's like I got him after his last thirteen pointer, and then it was two, 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 seven, two, seven, and then mm-hmm. thirteen. That's good. That's good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, I guess I'm ready to start. You ready? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Let's kick off with some housekeeping. Please go ahead, give us a subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. Follow on Twitter. <laughs> I knew you were to fucking start laughing. Subscribe. Follow us on Twitter at FMLFPL. Email and rate my team's other shit to FMLFPL at gmail.com. Check our website, FMLFPL.com. We have league info, links to our team, social media, stores, stickers, and ringtones. Also on our website, we post line implementations before every game week. Pick our starting 11s, captains, and more. Lastly, shout out, still top of the table, Anton Johansson, kind of pulling away. He's a festival. Let's go to our teams. I got a green arrow. Um, okay! <laughs> it was huge. I think, I think it was mainly due to the best pun I've taken all season, bringing in the Welsh messy Aaron Ramsey four weeks ago. He's returned under two points per game. <laughs> he got injured yesterday. I was about to throw my computer against the wall, but I came back from the dead today with the Yaya pen, uh, crouch, nine pointer. Not a lot. I mean, finally, you know, Sterling gets a pen called. Yeah, first time in three games, even though it could have been the third time in three games. But basically, I had Heaton, Yaya, crouch. That was it. I got 42 points with the minus four accounted for, and I'm up back up to 67K. So getting a green off of a triple tranny hit 
Felt good. Um, very low scoring week, but very um, low scoring. I'm just looking at the stats scoring. now. Top 10K averaged 35 points. Yeah. So again, I mean, I got three returns on my team. I captain Kane instead of Alexis, so two points lost there. But between Heat and Yaya Crouch, a bunch of blanks across the board. I, I sat on 42, which was a good enough for Green this week, and it lets me lick my wounds and reassess for for the, the for the weekend. How'd you do? Good lad, good lad. I'm a fucking mess, dude. I had my lowest game week rank of the season, 3.6 million. Just, I'm almost like last in the world this week. So the, the top 10K average, 35, I had 28 points, which is just such a joke. I got zero goals, zero cleans. I had zero anything. I got an Alexis assist and Grant. Two clean, uh, two save points. That's the only no one save point and a bap. Those are the only points I got. I captained Ali. He got a clean sheet. That was huge for me. So Ali ran in with six, massive haul. And then everyone else blanked. My one transfer was Siggy out. Everyone's laughing at home. Cue the laugh track right now. Siggy out for Ali, who I captained. So lost like thirteen points there. He has his biggest. Tied for biggest haul of the season. Obviously, the week I get rid of him, everything goes wrong. Phil Jones gets injured on 55. Jogs off and looks completely fine on, under his own power, by the way. It wasn't like, yeah, it wasn't like he's like fucked. Oh my God. Even on, I saw on Twitter, it was like minor injury, like probably nothing. I'm like, great. Um, Giroud hauled off at half. Everything was just fucking horrible, dude. So bad. I can't believe it. So I'm down 60k. I feel like I feel like tell I know what you feel. Let's go on the well, go feel, on the Adam Freud Walsh cat. Yeah. And tell me what I don't even know. I haven't gathered my emotions yet. I'm still a very lost boy in this moment. But I feel like I almost foreshadowed this last week because I was talking about what did I have? I had three greens in a row. But I remember saying on last week's pod that it's very deceptive because they've been such minimal gains. And the last, the red arrow I got before the three games in a row was like, again, like 60K or something. So that just seems to be the rhythm of my season showing itself again this week. It's like, I get these like little gains, I have some good guys, I make some like decent moves, maybe hit a captaincy or something. And then I just get a fucking 3.6 million game week rank. I'm in like the fucking negative percentile of the world. It's like of at there's so many dead teams that probably just doubled my score this week. It's just why do I even play, let alone have a pod? But yeah, I mean it's been brutal. I feel like I'm just bad at the game. Like it's it's hitting me hard right now. Like I just feel like. I'm okay at talking about footy, and I know what's happening in footy, and I love watching footy, but when it comes to actually playing this fucking game, I am just an absolute nightmare this year. Everything I've done is bad. My team is bad. I'm bad. If my team's bad, therefore I am bad. There's a famous famous philosopher once said that, I think. I'm bad, therefore I'm bad. I think, therefore, I'm actual bad. I hate hearing you so down. <laughs> it's yeah, so it's... bad, dude. Like, yeah, just I everything all, I was I mean, building I think... on. Save my transfer, all good. Get a Spurs player, home Sunderland, everything good. Felt so good going in. I was like, yeah, my team is finally performing. Getting, getting in, getting in fucking Spurs. 
at Sunderland, whatever, getting in a Spurs player. They when was the last time Spurs blanked? Actual question. Probably the last time we both owned multiple attackers from their team. Yeah, that is the last time. One nil United was that? No, a win or a the last the last time. Game week fifteen. Game week fifteen at United. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one nil. And before that, it was game week nine nil nil Bournemouth. They didn't even like Kane wasn't even <laughs> playing there. You know, it's like mm-hmm. how they blanked twice all year. They blanked twice all year. Like, how is it even possible? It just shows how unpredictable we pretend this predictable game actually is. Not that I'm saying... I'm not trying to say that I'm getting ridiculously unlucky or something. I'm clearly just bad, and everyone else is doing better than me. But, like, how is that a nil-nil? Like, what the fuck happened? (laughs) Like, just couldn't make less sense to me. But, yeah, that's, that's just how it's been going. I knew Giroud was a risk, but I thought... You know, one more week, home Watford, easy fixture. Arsenal should properly do them. You know, the over-unders in the Arsenal and the Spurs game were both like three and a quarter, which is like as high as you'll ever see in footy. And it was just like joke, joke and joke. Combine those two games, three goals. Good. Good life. I think it's kind of a tough thing because... You make good decisions, but the amalgamation of everything seems to sometimes just look terrible. And I don't know if it's a case of trying to go the differential route too often or what it might be, but I don't know. It might be, it might honestly be not often enough, is one thing that I was thinking about earlier today. It's like, what do you mean? Well, like we talk th- so thoroughly about every game, every player, like who's an option, who's a good pick, that I feel like most of the season, most of my moves are very sensical because we like bounce shit off each other. You know, I tweet back and forth with people. I'm on Reddit and all that shit. It's like, yeah, like Spurs, obvious move, like blah, blah, blah. Whereas like in my past, or at least just in my thoughts late at night, I'm always thinking about like the mad scientist move. Like you, you got okay, Yaya and Ramsey. Like that's fun. That's yeah, like but it wasn't, those are insane picks. I know it's been but, horrible. I know, but it's also Yaya's a big part of the reason you got a green this week. Yeah, but he's a big part of the reason why I got reds the previous three. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I don't know but what the right answer is. You say that, and then we look back, rewind to double game game weeks last year. Right, first time we got our wild card late. Double game weeks in 34-37. Spurs have a plum. Spurs are rolling the league over. Ollie's cheap as fuck. Everyone has him. Everyone has Kane. They have a single game week when everyone else has doubles. Everyone wild cards in 33. And in that single game week in game week 34 last year, when all of us got rid of Spurs players, Ollie, Kane, they all double returned. Yeah, got it clean. Massive. It was like a 4 nil. nil or something. Yeah. And I mean, we saw it coming. Like they're playing a good. They have a great fixture home against a bad team, but they only play one game. Like maybe we'll get lucky and they'll get you know six points or five points or something. Yeah. But they got fourteen and twelve, and they did better than the double game weekers we replaced them with in the same price bracket. Yeah. It's the kind of thing that we look at this week, for example. Sunderland are the worst team in the league by far. They just sold like everyone. They get in fucking two rejects from Everton a couple of their African guys back on their cups and they all of a sudden can clean spurs at home. Like the things don't add up. And then, it's, you know, you need the luck to 
go your way sometimes, and yeah, sometimes it does, and yeah, sometimes, sometimes it doesn't. It does, sometimes it doesn't. Yeah, it's when truth. it rains, it pours, kind of a thing, and it's a tough thing because we look at hindsight for captaincy last week, for example, where we're between three players, right? We're looking at Kane, Ebra, and Alexis, or in your case, Ali, Ebra, and Alexis, and on the balance of things, Hall tough nut to crack. It wasn't a stunner that they kept that clean because. They've been putting in consistently good performances yeah, in the we last five or so. We called it, and they've played each other three times in the last two weeks, and Hull looked great. And I, it was maybe a little unlucky, but blanked. Pogba probably should have scored that clean through when he chipped him through. But on the balance of things, the nil-nil was a, a good result for that in that game. And we look at Alexis; like he didn't do anything the first half when Giroud played. Wenger finally subbed him off for the second half, and then that's when he Alexis playing down the middle. When we, that's when we want to captain him, and then that's when he gets his return, you know. And he said it's four points, which is a horrible return for a captaincy, but for this week, it was better than anything else possible. Yeah, I think the FBL account tweeted like the top 15 most popular captains, KDB is the only one to return a goal. Yeah, I mean, that that makes sense. And I'm surprised KDB is even in the top 15. I didn't know there were 15 owners. Dead dead teams. Yeah, actual 15 people. But then Spurs, I mean, that was the one thing that you take, we're taking the information that's given to us, and it was all as though Spurs were playing Hall, for example, because Sunderland put in a performance and they shut up shop, and they didn't allow any, all the good chances fell to Wanyama, which has to just be a Moyes masterclass because that's obviously not a threatening or dangerous person to have these chances fall yeah. to. And we just missed the mark. But on another day, that could have been a six nil, and if we didn't get Ollie in your case or Ollie and Kane in my case, and then it was six nil, and we're sitting here with like dick fucking asshole who got three and five points or something, yep. we could miss out on huge hauls. So, I no, think yeah, that, like, I mean, yeah, it was logical. It just yeah. it just hurts extra hard when like logic burns you because you're just yeah. like fuck, I did everything right. But yeah, I mean, that's in a way that's the beauty of it because. I remember when I was trying to convince Dugan to get into fantasy football because he never played any fantasy before, but he was addicted to Hearthstone. And I was like, it's like Hearthstone. You just build a deck, right? That's your team. You build a deck, and then you get to go watch them actually play. (laughs) And based on what the actual humans do on the screen is based on what, what happens in your deck, man. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, it's all, it's similar to stocks. There's so much unpredictable. Yeah. Yeah, stocks. Stocks or chess or any strategy game. It's the same thing. It's just we're playing with like real life humans, even though they don't know we're on our, they're on our physical, our our fantasy teams. Yeah, maybe we just need to let them know that like I really need a dong right now. Yeah. Like Ramsey, don't get hurt after three minutes. Yeah, you haven't even been back for like a month, dude. We need some more time from you. Oh god, Ramsey's gone so gone this week. All right, um, enough about our Sunderland's third clean of the season. <laughs> Actual third, third clean of the season against Spurs. Of course, against Spurs. Uh, why wouldn't it be against Spurs? It has to be against Spurs when we bring them in and cap them. Uh. Let's let's just immediately hit on the blank game. Yeah, let's transition to what the fuck happened and talk uh, about music. what the fuck. Yeah, and let's go <laughs> fucking talk to me about the blank game weeks. What Adam, what are blank game weeks? A blank game week, Alon, is when a team does not have a game in a game week in Fantasy Premier League. Meaning a team does not play in game week twenty six because they're involved in the League Cup final. 
Therefore, that game gets postponed to a later date, and that gives that team a double game week. So a team won't play in game week 26, but then on a later date, they'll have two games in one game week? That's insane. Yes. That's it's crazy. I can't, I can't keep this up. <laughs> so, okay, we have the four confirmed that are blanking on game week 26. So that's Arsenal, City, United, Man City, United, and Southampton. A lot so of players of those there. Teams, yeah, a lot of players there. I mean, you're looking at three sides that have premium, premium options in all of our teams. The kicker to this is that the FA Cup round five that's going to be played in a, a couple weeks, what's looking like it will happen is that any any Premier League team that wins that FA Cup round five game will have a blank in game week 28 also. So as we know, a lot of Premier League teams are in the FA Cup still and none of them are playing each other. So there's a high probability that there is a very low quantity of games in game week 28 as well. City, Arsenal, United, for example, they're blanking in 26. We already know that. They're all playing you know, championship or below caliber sides in FA Cup round five. So it's likely that two or three of them will progress. So we're looking at two blanks from those teams in a three-game week period. I don't know. What's your, what are your thoughts on holding anyone from those teams, like Alexis or Zlatan, for example? Yeah, that's tough. Um, it's really tough because you're missing out on so much, especially in Arsenal's case, have a really hard schedule surrounding the blanks. Um, but off the top of my head, I think Alexis would be like the only one I would keep probably if I had guys spread through those teams just because he's he's just so consistent and just been far and away the best player in all of fantasy at any position all season. And I don't really see that stopping, especially with Walcott back, etc. He's probably going to move back up top because Arsenal are better when he's up top and Giroud's on the bench, which means he's even better than he has been for the last month or so even longer than a month, six weeks or so. And I have a lot of money invested in him, which most people probably do. We've had him for so long now. He went up a lot since the beginning of the season. I don't know how much money I can check, but I'm sure okay, it's So, I mean, let's look at that, because this is another thing that I think is unusual this season to seasons past, is the transfer market's been very volatile. It's moved very quick. Yeah. I bought Alexis at 11.3. I Me can too. sell him at 11.6. He's at 11.9. He has two blanks in three weeks. There's no chance that he will not at least triple drop down to the 11.6 that me or you could sell him at. Yeah, that's so true. So if you're looking at selling Alexis in advance of game week 26, you, you miss whatever points he gets in 27, and then you he's obviously not playing in 28. So you're looking at basically getting someone in for Alexis, any midfielder in the game, because he's the most expensive midfielder in the game. You get three weeks out of the midfielder you replace him with versus one week of Alexis. No, you're and spot you on. Just, yeah, you just bring Alexis back in for what either what you sell him for or if the market is as insane as we think or we don't know if it's going to be a red flag and maybe it doesn't happen. But he's not going to not drop at least 0.3 in those three no, weeks. No, you're, you know? you're spot on. When you lay it out like that, it's so clear. To add on top of that, the game... In game week in 27 is, cool. is at yeah. Liverpool. So yeah, it's yeah. a low point ceiling type of game that you're going to miss. So it doesn't feel that bad to kind of hold your breath while still, you know, a high percentage of people on them. And then if, I mean, in game week 28, for example, I'm sorry, game week 29 after the, the blank, 
he's the first person you transfer back in. You just get him back at West Brom. You get him back in. He's he's the first name back in, and you know you're back to where you started, kind of right. Yeah, that that feels actually completely right to me. He's definitely going to drop, even if people. You know, because there's still like a lot of people who play this game who don't listen to our pod or aren't that into it as we are that won't know that he's even gonna be blanking in 26, and they're just gonna not. They're just gonna get a zero, and then they'll transfer him out. You know, like I wouldn't be surprised if his point three drop happened in game week 27, not not in game 26. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it happens every year where it's like maybe people won't know, and then all of a sudden on Friday night before the blank, everyone's like, "Oh shit, he's not playing," and they get rid of him, and he'll drop. And then, as you say, like they'll see that he didn't play, he'll drop. He's going to drop. He's going to plummet. Same with I think the same. It's the same thing with Zlatan. I think that yeah, and there's such ridiculously high ownership that yeah, the yeah yeah, exactly. So I think like the ownership's so high that what you're selling these players at, you'll be able to buy them back at. The exact same price, if not a little bit lower, because they're going to be at least triple dropping Zlatan and Alexis. Zlatan, Alexis, probably even Aguero. Well, Aguero's in a triple drop this week, probably. Yeah, that's true. Wow, but, he um, is he is falling from yeah, grace. We'll get there. But I think that's the thing. So, the, but it's also I wanted to touch on another thing with this. Is this happens every fucking year? Also, is that. We go almost in hyper and overdrive about planning to get 11 players for this huge blank game week. And then we fuck our teams up. And then for game week 29, we're sitting with like all these players from West Ham, Swansea, Hall, who we don't want on our teams. So I think there is that balance that we're going to have to look at. And we'll see who wins in the fifth round of the FA Cup. But I think. For example, like holding your Spurs players and putting them on the bench for 28, you know, you want to have a good core still when Gaming 29 comes around because even though you field 11 players, doesn't mean they all score. I mean, if you field 11 players and four of them blank, you're not getting that much up leg up on your competition who have zeros in their stead. You know? Yeah, it feels like the best way to do it is kind of have all your all three of your bench spots are guys who blank on game week 28 that you want to keep for the rest of the season, right? Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. want to fill all those slots and then hopefully you can make up a team of 11 other guys that are kind of cheap, kind of like a you upgrade your fifth midfielder, you make sure your fifth defenders playing both game weeks, shit like that so you so you can field the maximum number of players yeah. around the fringes. Yeah, and so there are six teams that are confirmed to have, um, yeah, confirmed to have a game in game week twenty eight. <laughs> what? That was good. I like that. I don't know what that was, but I liked it. Yeah, I'm just stumbling, you know. Um, so that's Bournemouth, Everton, Hull, Swansea, West Brom, West Ham are all confirmed to have games in game week twenty eight, but they're the only teams confirmed. So there's yeah, going to be I, a million blanks. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure we'll probably have two or three additional. Teams games added on there. We're going to get some FA Cup upsets. Yeah, yeah, there'll be some upsets. But but I mean, for the most part, you're going to be looking at a very slim grouping for Game Week 28. But I think you know it's it's, as we're talking about is is finding the balance of getting players on the fringes but not fucking your core up. But then it's also an interesting thing is that Game Week 29, right? That's when everything's back and we're back to normal. There's no more blanks and we only have doubles to look ahead. If they have the doubles the same as they did last year, which would be in game week 34 and 37, we're all wild carding in game week 33. 
So you only need to get through 29 to 32, which is not, it's, it's four game weeks that you need to get through before you get to pop your wild card and then load up on doublers. So it's like, you could, I think, make the reasoned argument of purging players like Alexis and Zlatan and maybe getting one or them or whatever back, looking at the fixtures and still fielding 11 for, uh, for game week 28 when there are a lot of blanks, but still like maybe taking a hit, but and still having a reasonable team for that four week interim before you wild card. Yeah, I see what you mean. We could look a little bit further ahead and figure out what teams have nice fixtures for those four, right. maybe making it a little less important to get back everyone that we already had. Right, yeah. right, 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 right. Because we're going to load up, like, you know, we have Ollie, right? And we don't have any value tied in him. Do we need to keep him through 28? Not necessarily. Mm-hmm. Maybe we, we, we just get rid and then we get him back for our wild card in thirty three or we get him in between the two, you know. I think there's a lot of a lot of factors for sure, but I don't know. It's fun. Yeah, times. there's also no right answer because as we covered yeah. in the first part of the section, it's it's a fucking mess and we're trying to predict this game that's unpredictable. So yeah. we're just trying to put ourselves in the best position to field the maximum number of players and have the best teams through the yeah. blanks, yeah. And I mean, we're taking hits like now to try and field more players for the blank game week, but we're also doing that, keeping in mind that the players we're getting in, like Brunt, for example, I got him for a hit. This past week, I'm still looking at it was a minus two instead of a four, but also that I think he's going to get me some points between now and 26. So, right. You're not just getting hits. in like some shitty ass players because yeah. they have a game. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's all the things. Yeah, I have right, two frees. I'll have to definitely focus on that. I'll also try and like retweet. I know this dude on Twitter. I think his name is Ben Krellen. I'll retweet his shit. He made this like spreadsheet where you can kind of follow it maybe a little easier so you can make sure that the guys you bring in are playing, etc. Okay. Okay. Let's talk about actual games. What else do you want to talk about? I don't want to talk about plans anymore. I want to talk about things. Yeah, I know. The things were all so dark to me. I'm, you lead the way. Okay. I mean, there was only one game this entire, or one team this whole week that scored more than two goals, and that was City. What do we make of this Man City side? They, they turned West Ham aside. Last time they played, it was a 5 0 fucking wild thing. Today it was 4 0. Kuhn on the bench, Jesus Christ up top with uh, Leroy. Boondock, Sané, and Razzy Raz. Is that the future? What, what are they doing? Is there too much rotation to risk it? Kevin's playing a little bit more deep with Silva in midfield. But still, still both got big. Both still got great returns. I mean, they looked like City of old. They were fluid. They were firing. Um, yeah, I feel like I should, I feel like I should do some editing right now and bring back the clip of me talking about them last week. Because what I said last week is the thing to watch out for is the formation and the lineup. And if he runs out the same kind of lineup where he plays like 55 attackers in an 11-man team, they're going to start turning sides over and scoring three-plus every game like they kind of did early in the season. And they played the exact same kind of lineup even without Kuhn. I mean, it's not like... Jesus is, I mean, he's fucking amazing, let's be honest. He's really fucking fucking good. And then they played all their attacking midfielders with Yaya, the only one deep. And even Yaya is not like a traditional, like, holding midfielder. He's not like fucking Conte or something. Like, he can do stuff. So, I mean, yeah, I think it is the future. I think City went through a progression of dominating the league, they're going to walk the league, this is a joke, Pep is God, 
to what the fuck are they doing to they're going to tighten up and kind of be like annoying but still win games and then they get fucking turned over by Everton and that was like that just signaled time for change and Pep is like I'm starting all these fucking assholes I have all these young sexy attackers like let's just do this and they dominated Tottenham and then they just rolled over West Ham yeah it seems like he's starting to find his footing in both the league of what he has to do tactically against a side like West Ham you know, he's not starting Fernandinho and Yaya and doing like some four two three one. He's being aggressive and playing all these kids and just pressing and going nuts on them. I mean, it's what I always want managers to do. You know, like yeah, you look play, back, play your like, opponent. Yeah, like if Poch had to redo this blank against Sunderland, you think he starts fucking Wanyama? Why would you? Like they're just going to be a double decker park bus in the box all day. You don't need Wanyama. Your team's going to have 95% of the ball. Any chance they get is going to be like Defoe two-on-one with your defenders. Just start, like, go fucking Pep style and just fucking end the game early. He just ended the game so early. It was was not competitive. But, yeah, it seems like this is the way forward. We just don't know about Aguero, Jesus, if they're ever going to be on the pitch together. And maybe, like, Sterling is the one who's dropped. That's the only, like, kind of question mark, but... KDB, Silva, even Sané, you feel like are kind of safe. I, I feel like they're kind of safe. I don't. I don't think I see the same thing like that. I think that no one's safe. I think he has so many players at his disposal and his whims and moods. He could play any formation, any any grouping. If he's going to drop Aguero just because of whatever the fuck he saw in training or, or whatever, I don't. I think De Bruyne is probably the safest option of everybody. I think he's definitely we, the safest, yeah. yeah. But but we saw, and I mean, I guess Yaya, but he's playing fucking central defense, so he's bad. But I think even Silva, like, with Dino back, it gives him another option. And then between Raz, Sané, and Jesus, and Aguero, that's like two for four spots, really, or three for four out of... He's going to be rotating. He's been doing it yeah, all season. He, I and think Champions League soon. Champions League's coming. It's it's going to be a fucking nightmare. So I still feel like if it's it's either De Bruyne or just stay away. Um, maybe like Sane is cheap enough at seven five that if you have a five plus, but he'll still probably come on a sub. I I don't know. I I'm still uneasy. I still think that he's going to be rotating and playing different formations consistently for the rest of the season. So. I'm not yeah. sure. Yeah, it's really, really, really tricky. I just feel like this is their first good run in a while. They also have really easy fixtures next three or four. Right. So it should be a similar kind of game plan, I would assume. You know, like home yeah. Swansea yeah, right. at Bournemouth at Sunderland Homestoke, they're just going to try and score four and just win with their attack. Right. Right, right. So I feel like someone like Sane is really interesting, maybe for this short little run or something. But I don't know, it fucking sucks. They're probably going to blank. I mean, they are blanking already in 26, and they're probably going to blank in 28. Yeah, that. I mean, that's so what does it for me. That's is what feel does like, it, yeah. It's like yeah. you're burning a transfer on someone else that you're going to want to transfer out. Yeah, and it's just such a short window to make the points back up before yeah. you might have to sell again. It's tough. Yeah, so that kind of makes it probably a no go even yeah. though it feels it feels bad <laughs> to it does watch seem them like score four and not have any part of it 
Yeah, I mean, it does seem like when they, especially because their defenders are pretty cheap and Willie Caballero is back, when yes. it's double game week time, that we'll all have three. Yeah, we'll probably all have three. Yeah. Like Kevin Sterling and yeah. Jesus or something. Yeah. So on the other side of the coin, I mean, West Ham were, were playing some pretty good stuff recently and they just got fucking destroyed. But they're one of those teams that have no blank. I mean, are you still looking at their assets? Snotty came off the bench. Antonio looked pretty good. He was yeah, like the I think best Antonio's player. Antonio still interesting. Antonio Lanzini fucking didn't play basically. Yeah, I still feel like I've kind of always felt like Antonio's. He's the one. The guy. Yeah, I mean, he's. We all had him earlier in the season for a reason, you know. That wasn't like. Right. Let's Make all believe. take a punt right now. Like his stats were yeah. amazing. He was showing his quality. He was returning at a really, really high rate, and he scored a lot of goals last year too. I just feel like. It it almost doesn't matter where he plays. He plays right back, right wing back, right winger, left winger, or striker, and he's still their most threatening option in any of those scenarios. So I don't know. I still feel kind of he he tickles me a little bit. He gets me a little little juiced up. Yeah, I think. I mean, I think he's a good option for sure, especially as after yeah their fixtures are pretty good now. They got a lot better. Yeah, they have at Southampton, but no VVD and no font. That's kind of good. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, home West Rom, at Watford, home Chelsea, at Bournemouth, home Leicester, at Hull. Yeah, I mean, they're good except for home Chelsea at Arsenal up until we'll be wildcarding. Right, right. That's pretty tempting. Yeah, it's pretty tempting, I think. It's medium uh, tempting. I would, yeah, their defense, I don't really know. No, they're bad. Their they're, defense is just bad. It's just the same as last year, right? It's just bad. Yeah. Even with Font in, it's just when he plays four at the back today, he's going to play three at the back tomorrow. It's just all over the shop. I mean, no Font in, what do we always make fun of Font for? He immediately concedes a pen. First start. Yeah, it's, he's good at that. He's, he's really, really good, good at that. Yeah. Let's go over to happier times and... Uh, at at the South Coast this week. This week, I understand that Bournemouth had a game. Um, who'd they play? <laughs> Bournemouth Wofford? No, 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 no. T- like yesterday. I don't know. Oh, Palace. I think they played Palace. Palace. Oh, it was two. It was two. It was two nil oh! to Big Fat. Oh! Wow, Big, Big Fat. Fat turning the team around. Uh, I can't wait for the insane far. hyperbole of every like fucking English like podcast. It's just gonna be like Big Sam's proven he can. He's done it before. He's turning this club around. I love yeah, it. Meanwhile, everyone who's slated Mario Suarez for being manager of Hall just gets a point at Old Trafford. Yeah, love that. So yeah, Palace. tell me about them. Are they? Do you think they're going to tighten up? Is Dan maybe a sneaky good option coming up? Zaha's back. How is he gone? It's just everything. It was it was by far the best performance that we've had all season across any competition. Everyone was working hard. Everyone was positionally in the right place. We played a new formation with three at the back. It was kind of fluid. It was like a three four three three five two kind of thing where. MacArthur had a lot of license to roam forward. Zaha was playing off Benteke for a spell. Uh, Punchin was pretty mobile. Kabai played really nicely. Um, everything was just working. And Van Anholt slot, slotted right in, and he was playing the same exact kind of way he played for Sunderland. He had 
some nice touches in the box. He had a couple of half chances that he fucked up, but it looks like we with the with getting Sacco and moving forward, we're going to be probably looking at a uh, Dan Sacco and then maybe Tompkins or Ward as a three five two. I think we're going to do going forward. I think we're going to be pretty pretty solidly three at the back. I'm so mm. happy you guys got Sacco. I also yeah, yeah. love that you pronounce it Sacco. Sacco. I say Sacco. I, I have no idea what to say, but it, I love it. Either all of a sudden we have fucking fifty million defenders. Schlupp's yes. great. Suarez back on the training ground. He might be back before the end of the season. Sacco's a ball playing center back. We can get rid of Delaney because he's a fucking surplus to requirement championship player, forty year old. And Dan, yeah, I mean he's an option, but he's the most expensive. I'd take PVA for point two cheaper, probably. Uh, Dan's always got that set piece goal threat, but Van Van Anhol has set piece direct free kick. Goal fest. Yeah. So and then Saka's uh, the cheapest of the bunch, which is kind of weird how that worked out because he's plummeted so much as a Liverpool defender <laughs> that yeah, he's now I mean, coming in as the cheapest one. Yeah, and I don't know if it's going to maintain when he slots in our formation, but he was always really good on bonus when he played with Liverpool yeah. as a center oh, yeah. back. So we'll yeah, because of that passing percentage yeah. and shit. Yeah. Either way, I mean, I think that we're not going to. We're going to keep some clean sheets at home. We have some some home bankers coming up for the rest of the season. I think that we're playing really tight in general, and we're going to probably keep some away clean sheets. We look like we're a Sam team now. We also got that Serbian Milovic who makes us younger at CDM where we already have you know a handful with Ledley, Cabai, MacArthur, but they're all Flamini, but they're all pushing thirty. So he's twenty five. We'll, we'll probably bet him in slowly, but I think that with Zaha's obviously looks incredible. He he could have returned on another day. He just looked amazing. He's he's down to five five now, back to his starting price. He looks great. And then I mean Benteke up top. I still think he's not an option. He looked terrible. He was the worst player on the pitch for Palace by far. I think by my estimation, uh, his goal. His goal was very lucky. It was just right place, right time. Townsend made, chased a lost cause, got a turnover, put a cross on his head on a pillow, and Benteke couldn't have possibly not scored. But he, you know, he he worked a little harder in this game. But he's still just. We have more quality around the flanks than we have done in the past couple months. But I just don't see Benteke as really being a firing option, especially if if pens are off of his plate. I don't know. I, yeah, I, I'm because, very pessimistic on Benteke. Yeah, I think you sound very pessimistic, which yeah. is sad for me because I still have Giroud. And I thought about him a little bit because I'll probably downgrade to someone as opposed to upgrading. But, yeah, we, I have to definitely hope that, like, Fulham can beat Tottenham in the FA Cup. So I can, Zaha would be such a nice option to bring in as, like, replace my fifth midfielder with Zaha if he's playing in 26 and 28. would just yeah. be so nice. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I think that's kind of state of the union on Palace. I think realistically there's there are several options in defense that you could look at. Schlupp, Van, he should be back by the weekend or if not next week. Van Anholt, Sacco, Dan, depending on how we set up. It might be nice to give it a couple games and see who's really playing out of position there. Yeah, yeah. Zaha, I think, is an incredible value at 5-5 five, five, as he was proving before he left to Africa. And then yeah, I mean Benteke, I just I I don't see it. 
Okay. Good see. to know I've been taking. Yeah, dude, Palace, what a fucking huge win. Good for you. Yeah, we're we're still getting relegated, but it was a great one. No, come on. Do you think so? Yeah, we're still in the zone. Fucking you're still Swansea. In the zone, but do you actually Swansea think you're a top four team? I don't know. I don't I have no idea. That's tough. It's still I mean, last week it was about the next five and now it's about the next four because looking at our fixtures for the rest of the season after the next four, which are all legitimately winnable games we have murder murder we have spurs chelsea arsenal liverpool city united we we have, you all have every top, top eight team basically yeah. Inter- interchanging with mediocre to possibly winnable games in between which is going to put so much pressure on us in those games to get points i don't know yeah i think that's we I think we still need actual three wins in the next four to really feel good. Yeah, so the next four are home, Sunderland, at Stoke, home, Borough, at West Brom. Yeah. Very winnable. I think we could win Very three of Yeah. Or if not, if we win two, you know, we get seven points in those four games, I think we'd be in, in pretty good shape. I agree. Go get okay. it. What else? What else? Um, there was a big Liverpool-Chelsea match. That was very entertaining. Um Got me a little bit out of the funk for the Tuesday. I mean, not that a draw is great or anything, but Liverpool finally put in their best performance of 2017, I, I would say. Could have won, but also easily could have lost if Migs didn't save the pen. It was just a great game. It's good to see. Okay. Every so tough team to- drop, drop points this week except City. So, I mean, Chelsea, it, the title race is over, right? Yeah, probably. But forget about fucking actual footy. Let's talk about FPL. So Liverpool, you got you're getting Mane back. He'll start this week at Hall. Yeah. You're gonna get your preferred front three back when you guys are scoring four a game for fun. Do you think it's time to invest back in Liverpool or do you, are you still a little bit nervous about those fixtures? Because right now is when the other competitions start picking back up. You guys, just like Chelsea, have the benefit of not being in any other competitions while your you know, arsenals and cities are going to have to be rotating in midweek games and flying abroad. Do you think it's time to get back in Liverpool even though the fixtures are tough? Or what? Yeah, and just to interject, also Spurs and United are in Europa, so they're flying even to fucking fuckland. Who knows where they're going for their games? It's going to be like Serbia and shit. I mean, yeah, I, I do. I think it's time. I mean, we only scored one this week. This week, um, wow, I, I'm really stuttering a lot today. I'm like, I don't know what you're. Are you having strokes? I'm, is this I'm, a stroke? Yeah, it's like it's like a little too late. To pod. <laughs> this is a fucking late pod, and I'm just like really off yeah, my you, game. Right you're now. fucking telling me you stayed up watching like fucking tennis till six in the morning. Yeah, last but week. staying up and like not speaking and I'm just like in my fucking PJs or something. I'm like in a robe watching tennis is much different than like potting, dude, where it's so like ten- maximum tennis. maximum brain power. So tennis is more entertaining to you than potting with me, great. Not more What? Whoa. Wow. You're spinning this out of control. But yeah, yeah Liverpool, little, they only scored one goal, but up. it was Chelsea, you know? I mean, they're by far the best defense in the league. I still think... Coot is not up to his, you know, old tricks yet. He doesn't seem a hundred percent fit yet. He came off early again, but he'll get there soon. Mane also was just used as a sub, so it wasn't really our strongest lineup at Chelsea. We still managed to scrape one in, which is nice. But like Lalana was playing front three, not in center mid. You know, it still wasn't the old 
the old Scousers going after it. And I think that will probably hit the ground running. I mean, at Hull this week, all of a sudden, is kind of a tricky fixture. I'm, like, a little bit worried about it because their defense has been, like, so fucking good. I mean, since how many goals chain. will Grosicki score against you? Oh, my God. Grosicki just Ten. fucking ledge. Yeah, him and, like, break, Abel. Break him him and Abel on the break is fucking fierce. No, dude, fuck Abel. Him and McGuire on the break. Oh, my God. I love McGuire, dude. <laughs> McGuire's actually <laughs> he's just good. Like, he's he used so to be good. a joke, but, like, he's good. He's so footy. good. If he was on Southampton, you guys would buy him in the summer for, for 30 mil. 35 million, yeah. yeah. Fucking ridiculous. But, no, I do think it, I do think that the time for Liverpool reinvestment is right around the corner despite the fixtures. I mean, one thing that you can say about Klopp, who I, I still think people are, like, not – some people are, like, not that sold on or whatever – is they have one loss ever against any of the top six teams. Like, we always get points against these top teams. So, like, seeing from a fantasy perspective, seeing, like, Spur, home Spurs, home Arsenal at City in the next, like, six weeks, I still, as a Liverpool fan and, and from fantasy perspective, I'm still just like, we're getting points in those games. Like, we're going like- to score goals and get points in those games. I feel like it's been a little bit unusual, though, because you always feel good going into those games that you're going to get points from a real-life perspective, but you don't score three. I mean, those are always tight games. The The wins are 1-0, 2-1, 2 Well, last year, they, last year we two were nil. scoring three, but yeah, yeah but you're what right. Year you're is right it now? Year. I mean, you haven't, yeah, you haven't been putting a few pass. It's, it's, that was last year, not this year. So even though it looks like maybe you'll have the leg up and win the game, it's still not good for a fantasy perspective. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, yeah. it's a it's a matter of are we going to go back to early season or not, though. And I feel like it's more towards yes. I feel like the dip in form is ending. And early doors, I mean, we scored four against Arsenal, two against Chelsea before they switched formation. But still, you know what I mean. Like yeah. there were still there were still fantasy points to be had in those games. Yeah, tits the top. Yeah, there were tits the top. And then you in, interject like Hull, Leicester, Burnley, you know. That's with, when you boo, you boo your, your point total. Yeah, and then starting from like game week 31 on, we play every bad team. <laughs> All right. Yeah, 30, no, 31, It's that it changes. And then yeah, it's like, once it's wild card for all. like double game week or whatever, oh, it's going to be. frenzy. Yeah, it's going to uh, be a can't frenzy. Wait for that. Bloodbath. God. What else are we looking at? What do, what do we want to touch on before we fucking wrap it and go to our teams and shit? Yeah, I don't know. I'm so out of it right now. Everton suck. Aguero sucks. He's fucking fodder. You got to get rid. Yeah. Spurs suck. Slotton yeah. sucks. United are. So, I mean, that's United it's one of the wrong. small small bits of joy I got this week was watching United because they were just comically bad. They were no different whatsoever. I don't give a shit what anyone says to Louis Van Hall, Moyes, bullshit. It was just, let's just cross a million fucking times against the three biggest center backs in all of Hull. <laughs> just fucking Dawson, uh, McGuire, and that fucking Italian guy, I forgot his name. They're all like 6-5 and just heading out the easiest things ever. Jakubovic had to make a couple of good saves, but they were so bad. And just, it's amazing this year, more than any other year, how quickly guys are in and out of favor because there's so many good options. 
Like, what was it, two, two, three weeks ago where Slotan, I would have been like absolute must own. You know, he scored like pretty much every week for two months. Yeah, and then three weeks later, it's just like, yeah, you could do without. Yeah, like he looks horrible against Liverpool, but scores horrible against Stoke and Blanks, horrible against Hull Blanks. It's just like, nah, fuck him. Yeah, he hasn't had a single like. He's had a hatch. He's had a few big games, but it's, he's had a weird season, man. Yeah, he's just. It's amazing. It's amazing. What, yeah, it's amazing what he's doing at an old age. But you're lying to yourself if you're saying that his old age doesn't show. Like on yeah, the, all these counterattacks and shit, they'll like win the ball back from Hull, and their whole team is countering, and he's just like standing there with his dick in his hand outside the box. It's like, dude, run forward. You're you have you have like a five on three right now. Go forward and you'll score. And he's just like, nah. Nah. I'm chilling, bro. chilling, brah. <laughs> um fucking slots. Alright, I mean, I don't know. I think are we good? We everyone knows like a kind of like the good defenses and shit. And yeah, I think, I think I think we're pretty good right yeah, now. I think we're good. I mean, we'll there'll be a lot to line up lament about. I have two Oh wait, 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 wait. Oh, one thing. Oh, we, so there's two days off until the weekend. Are we going to see rotation or what? Because teams have normally like the week off. What, do you think we're going to be there's only seeing two some days weird off? Ass- oh yeah, Thursday, yeah, Friday. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. I have not thought about that at all. I mean, okay. Chelsea, <laughs> Arsenal, definitely not rotation, <laughs> and they're yeah. going to play their strongest teams. But yeah. hmm, I'll have to uh, I'll have to think on that more. I don't know. I haven't I haven't okay. prepared. I'm unprepared. Okay. I'm just trying to think because you know when we look at in the past or when the fixture pile up when you have these these weeks that the turnaround's really short, we caution against using transfers. We don't know who's going to start. You know, have teams yeah. to rotate or this, but I don't know. Maybe this is a different case because after the weekend, it's a normal, it's a, it's a normal recovery. Yeah, it's a normal recovery period of time. And at this stage, unless if you're you know Everton or or Southampton, every game is very important. Yeah, it seems like probably not that much rotation. If anything, it'd be much. something exciting, like maybe like Gabby, 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 Gabbiadini, Gabbiadini, Gabbiadini. <laughs> maybe he starts for Soton or some shit like that, or you know, some other like Grosicki yeah. or something. It seems like it'd be more additions this weekend than subtractions. Just like getting hope, better players hope, in to me. I don't know. I hope Grisicki comes into the fucking floor. Grisicki's real, him. dude. He's so good. He's really He's good. Chick- dude, this is, the, I, this is the fucking exact same feeling I got when Stoke bought Shakiri. Uh, I was just like, oh my God, I fucking love him so much. Yeah. I hope he's the best thing it ever. It was right Maybe after Shakiri tore up. The fucking World Cup, and we were freaking out. Yeah, and this I mean, is the exact Grisicki same. Yeah, was like our favorite player in Euros. Wrecked Euros. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> Damn. Maybe it's Grosicki time. Yeah, Maybe I'll it. turn fucking Darun into Grosicki. Yeah, but if you, but then it's like, okay, Zaha's the same price. Or yeah, this is fucking ridiculous. But Zaha <laughs> is not guaranteed a game in twenty eight. Blanks, blanks are bad. <laughs> All right, so what are we doing here? Captain, I'm going to Captain Canigan. Let's go Captain's Clans. You're Captain Canigan, home Burrow. Burrow's tough. Burrow's top five defense in the league, Burrow. I don't care about Burrow so much anymore. They're injured. I don't know. 
Fucking Burrow, dude. They're top five defensively. Fuck you, dude. They're like 17th in the league. I mean, they're actual table. They're easily bottom five team, but (laughs) that's only because you also have to score goals. Yeah, I I just think that the fixtures for everyone else don't look great. Home, I'm just thinking maybe they turn them over. I don't know. I I wish Lots was in fucking form because at Leicester's. At Leicester's. Yeah, yeah, Leicester's, granted, they've been better at home than they have been on the road this season, but they still look like pushovers. They're tied on points with Swansea. I don't fucking care what they do at home. They're bad. See, you're, see my burrow, your, your burrow logic is, yeah, 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 it's coming job. through. I know we were just talking about how it's a really bad idea probably to bring in a city player that you're going to want to transfer out, but man, home Swans. Not if you bring is, them in and captain them. Home and home Swans is, woo. That's yeah, scenic. What, the, would you bring anyone in other than Kev? Why don't I just do Alexis to Kev? Yeah, but I mean, okay, that's a thing that you could do in the world, but. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's bad. Get Kev for home swans at Bourne. And captain him. Why not? Mm-hmm. I mean, I I'm know. either going to go up 8K or go down 60K. <laughs> so why don't I just have some fun in the fucking fire pit while I'm doing it? Alexis has home hall after the Chelsea game is before that, his blank. Is that good? I don't. I, not, I'm, no, no. It's it's not good. It's, but not, it's not good. It's not at Chelsea. I mean, there could still be points there if he's playing central striker and <sighs> is a piece of shit. I yeah. mean, I'm captaining him. I'm captaining Alexis that game for sure. Yeah, and he's probably going to be playing striker. Yeah. That's scary. Know, dude. That's scary. I have two frees, and it's going to be a long think. I'm going to have a long. Long look in the mirror. <laughs> well, look at you're looking at your squad. Right? I feel like, like I need like a whiteboard to like think about transfers. I need to do, do more like physical writing than just clicking around. I need something more tangible. It's yeah, I do that at work actually. Like I write shit down and I create little like graphs and models. Yeah, but that's it, what that I could I be need. good for you. I need to do yeah, that. That could be good for you. I'm but, ordering I mean, a whiteboard. Re- yeah, realistically, Phil Jones serious problem. Yeah, he's he's got to go. He's hurt. Although it's a minor injury, they have the double blank coming up and yeah, he, he's not even secure and it starts anyway. Yeah. So However, yeah. you have you have holes who you could start in his place for this weekend home Burnley and put Jones off to another day cuz it's not that big of a deal yep, for you. I weekend. easily have three good starters this weekend. Yep. Yeah. But Giroud is a huge problem. He's and, obviously number one. Yeah, and so is Stanislaus. Like he plays sixty minutes, and yeah, even Stanislaus though he doesn't have was a always, blank, I mentioned him in lineup lambs. Like he was always going to be out after this week. Yeah, so I think those are the either you address Stanislaus or you upgrade Darun and you put Stanislaus as your fifth midfielder, which is that's what I would personally. I think do that's I what I'm going to do, and we talked about this before we potted. But the reason that that I love that move so much is that I mean, Stan's cheap as fuck, so he's not like that ridiculously crazy to have as my fifth mid. But also, Bournemouth play game week 26 and 28, so yeah. by making that move to upgrade to Rune, I'm kind of making two moves in one. I'm killing right. 80 birds with one stone just to get in some backup for the blanks, which is nice. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what I'll do. Probably Giroud and Darun out. I don't even know. The problem who is, the who do you get for Giroud? Yeah, that, 
it's all that's a, a problem. That's the main problem. It's all a fucking problem, dude. Everything's <laughs> okay. a problem. All right. All right. What fo- uh, Yeah, what forward? I don't want any forward in the forward. world right now. I want Luis so Suarez bad. is the only person I want on my fucking team. You want La Liga forwards and then Premier League goalie. Yes, dude. That's all I want. God. Give me like fucking Clintu Dempsey as my forward right now. I would, I'd buy that. The forwards are bad. There's bad forwards. Even the even the good forwards are bad. Coon's bad. Ibra's bad. Costa's kind of bad. Lukaku, I'm not positive he touched the ball today. Yeah, he had like two touches. If someone put a gun to my head though and was like, "If he didn't touch the ball, are you willing to die? Like, are you that confident?" I would be like, "No, he may have not touched it. I'm not positive." Rami. Yeah, I don't know what fucking shit I'm going to bring in. Maybe like no, yeah. Rondon or some fuck that I don't even don't, want. I don't even want I don't him. Think, I don't think Rondon's a player. He's been really bad. He is bad, but he's just as bad as every other guy. Uh, maybe like Llorente. They have games both weeks. Swansea are kind of good right now, I guess. Mm-hmm. I'd rather, of all the teams that are guaranteed a game week 28 game, I don't want Callum... I already have Lukaku. I don't want like Abel or Diamande. I don't want Rondon. I don't want Carroll. I guess I could go Dio and three five two. Yeah, but he doesn't play. He, yeah, he barely plays. I guess. Uh, all right, I don't know. That's a that's a problem. I'm. I'm. This is a big problem. We need to go deep on this. this I'm wild carding. This, no, that's, that's <laughs> too soon. This, we'll have to la- we'll have to lambs this old. Yeah, no lineup lambs are going to be scenic this week. I yeah. hope you all next, fucking tune in. Next two days will be big for us behind the scenes. Huge of next two days. Yeah. Okay. Fuck me. Okay, what are you doing? Uh, I mean, Rams is the only real issue. Wait, we um, didn't even really talk about captains. Yeah, can. Yeah, you're Captain Kane. I have no fucking idea who I'm captaining, though. No? No. I mean, if I bring in Kevin or something rogue like that, I'll captain him. But as of now, my team right now. Bobby? Yeah, maybe. It'll be the the, the elite front three, Lalana back in center mid. Should be a festival. I mean, Lukaku, mm. home Bournemouth. Mm. He's so fucking erratic. Yeah, that's the thing. He it's could like, easily score a Hattie. Easy. The thing that was... Hit, this is something I read like three weeks ago that hit home with me that I keep thinking about is that with Lukaku, I was reading FFS forms and someone just wrote that we look at Lukaku as like he's like sick. But realistically, when we captain Lukaku, it's the same exact thing as captaining a striker on a mid-table team. That's what he is. He's a striker on a mid-table team. He's not someone in a top-four side. We think Everton and him are better than they are, and they're not. So you take on considerable risk when you captain someone in that position. Yeah. And I think Lukaku is almost like not really captainable. because yeah, he's, they, flash, they flash a top-six side at their best. Yeah, But, but they normally, also flash a bottom-five side sometimes, yeah. like today. They had yeah. no right getting even a point no. out of that. They were absolute it's, garbage. 
Like captaining him is similar to me like last season captaining like Pella when he's like it's Ugh. just a mid he's just a mid table donk donkey striker. Like that's like that's kind of the scenario that yeah. it is. And if right. you think of it more of like he's not as set he's a little sexier because he like has sicker shit in him, but he runs off strings of blanks for fun. So I don't know. Lukaku's a tough one for me. I think yeah, it's so like almost a, like it's a good point to talk about because captaincy is like Obviously, it has to do with the player that you're actually captaining, but arguably more importantly, it has to do with the team. Because you right. always want to captain someone on a team that fucking dominates the other team. Like, we expected Spurs to just have 70% possession and three plus goals, minimum three goals. That, like, that seemed, that's like what Vegas had the odds at. That's what we thought was going to happen. That's what everyone thought was going to happen. That's why you captain them. You don't captain them because, like, Lukaku's the best player on the pitch. Like, Bournemouth could easily beat Everton. Why not? Hmm. Good thing. Good point. Good, Very good point. Yeah, it's just a thing. Yeah, it's a thing. thing. think about. Maybe I'll go Bobby. I don't know. But, uh, but yeah, Ramsey's my thing. I mean, he's, I have a seven, six selling. I have one and a half in the bank. I have one free. I think I might get Siggy. Oh, that... That hurts. Wow. It hurts you because you just got rid of Yeah, you just fucking turned that knife, dude. I know, but dude, like, let's, I mean, my, my Look personal. Look me in the eyes when you stab <laughs> me in the back, Adam. My personal Siggy relationship was I got him before anyone else got him. And he was like, okay, for a few games. And I got him mainly because I wanted him for their good fixture run. And then I got rid of him right before they started fucking festivaling. Yeah, and I'm talking about like in game week. What I got in mean, game week like eight or something. Yeah, no, you, got, you're like the Siggy hipster. Like you had yeah. him a long time ago. Yeah, I had him a long time ago, and I feel I just feel like the fixtures look a lot better. They look better, and he seems like he could be a medium to long term hold. Um, at yeah, least I mean, until under wild the card. new manager, he has two assists, two goals, and four matches. Yeah, that's like I could see myself getting him in and holding him until I wildcard. And that feels good. So I think that might be it, but I'm not sure. I might do Ramsey to Siggy, and then I can't not start Crouch anymore. Again, because he's just too good. He's and just I, elite talent. Yeah, he's too, he's too <laughs> he's good. He's too good. The robot dance yeah, was no, absolute ridiculous. scenes. I mean, he's. He went from getting me... no bonus points to doing robot dance and being on max bones. Yeah, I mean, he's gotten me 22 points in three game weeks, and he's a fucking legend, and he's cheaper than like my fourth defender. So I'm going to definitely give him the next two games, and then I'll fucking reassess. But yeah, I think I'll probably just do that, and I'll be flexible. I'll still have a lot of money in the bank, and. Ideally, I hold Crouch or double switch Darun. I don't. I don't know what I'm doing, but God, that pisses me off. Siggy pisses me off so fucking much. I know it, it doesn't make me like happy, but I think it's like after Barkley's shitting of beds today, I don't think I could justify getting Barkley and over Siggy. No, especially because you're probably gonna one. get Rom in eventually. Yeah, I mean it's it. I don't know if that's uh, mutually exclusive because I only have bands, but I think just in a vacuum looking at Siggy on yeah. pens, on corners, on every fucking free, on a team with better fixture, well, on, with the, on a team with good fixtures, better stats, just like Barkley. I don't know. I want both, but maybe I wait for a couple weeks for Barkley, but 
I don't know. Maybe, maybe I don't. I don't I'm not. I don't know what I'm. That's a good move. It's a good move. It hurts me to say it's a good move. But Siggy, like playing God, City, it's just that's... at City. That's not good. It doesn't matter, dude. That's why. That's why you had him. That's why I had him. It doesn't matter. He dongs. He he's dongs completely fixture proof. It doesn't matter hey, at all. You're right. I'm. I'm probably gonna go for that. Home Southampton. That's not a good fixture. Even without Van Dyke, that Southampton's better through and through by times a million better. And he fucking gets his biggest haul of the season. Doesn't fucking matter who he plays. God damn right. it. All right. Sigmund. Sigmund Freud. Yeah, even early in the season, his first 11 game weeks, he only had two goals. They were at Arsenal and home Chelsea. Yeah. He just I mean, but pen, pens, pens are so good. Pens are the fucking thing. Pen fifteen. I mean, club. the Yaya pen today. I just how did that feel? How did, how did that feel? <laughs> it was the best moment in my life in the last month. Oh my god! Easily, like I saw Raz. Just like I stood up when Raz was getting fucked, and then I saw him like kind of try and scamper to stay up, and then he fell back down. And I saw the pen motion, and I just like jumped up. I was just like, "Oh my god, yeah, yeah!" And then like, you hid Guerra's... behind your desk while he was shooting it. Yeah, well, I mean, I was like standing behind my chair. I was like leaned on it, and I was like watching. I was just like, "All right, like let's go, let's go." And then it went in the back of the net, and I was just like, "Oh my god, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god!" <laughs> I was so happy. I can only pray to the not God that doesn't exist that I, I get some sort of moment like that because um, you deserve it. I deserve it, man. <laughs> wow. Wow. Check us out at fmlfield.com. Follow on Twitter at fmlfield. Email us at fmlfield. Gmail.com. Join the league. Like, and visit for our